This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1470, Shape Up Your English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. In English, we use shapes to describe a lot of aspects of daily life, even geography. Today, find out what some of the most common shape expressions are and why you should know them in English. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? Hey, Lindsay, we are making our way through. How are yes. you? Everything's good. Yeah, I think my morning is really starting to shape up here. It's shaping oh. up. <laughs> oh, that's good. good. What did you mean by that? What did you mean by that? <laughs> oh, man, I just had to throw that out there just for fun. But guys, today we're talking about shapes. So what I meant was... Um, Things are looking up. Things are getting better. Things are taking shape. Um, we were trying to put together a recording session. We had some interference in the background, but now we've <laughs> almost got all our episodes done for the day and things are moving forward. So feeling yeah, good. Yeah, we are up. moving along. That's right. Things are shaping up. So yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm excited to talk about shapes. <laughs> Lindsay, you came up with this idea and I just think it is so much fun. Where did, why did you come up with this idea? I don't know. You know. I came up with it when I was on my vacation driving through Idaho. I don't know. You know why? Mm. It was because I saw this term, the Idaho panhandle. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought to myself, panhandle, interesting, panhandle. It's because it looks like a pan mm -hmm. handle. And then I thought about the Texas panhandle. And then I thought, oh my gosh, there's this whole area of English where we use shapes to describe a concept. And I bet our listeners would want to know about that. So absolutely. Awesome. Long well, drives across the American West. That's what it show. does to you. Yeah. You know, you know what Lindsay's thinking about when she's driving. Definitely. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> um, awesome. So guys, we are going to get more into this in just a second. But before 
before we do that, we have a lot of people to thank, right, Lindsay? Oh my gosh, we have a few people to say thank you to because guys, it's your reviews that keep us going. So I'm going to yell out some names of people that reviewed us for our podcast. So thank you to Athan Wang from Taiwan, Javad Papi from Iran, Chow Mike from uh, Korea, Mohammed Samipur from Iran. Wow, a long name from Taiwan that starts with a Z, Xavier something. <laughs> uh, Sung86 from China, Ami, Amid Reza from Iran, Nazila Mashadi from Iran. Ali Tai. Oh my gosh, a lot of the students from Iran, a lot of Iranian listeners. Wow. Oh my gosh, amazing. Cool. Guys, thank you for your reviews. Be sure you go and leave us a review, guys. Leave us a review. Make sure you subscribe to the show, rate and review us. Yes. Definitely. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And yeah, definitely subscribe, rate and review. Yes. All right, Michelle. Okay, I'm excited to get into this. Should we just need to give our listeners some terms that they need to know? Let's do it. So um, one is boxed in. So you came up with this one, Lindsay. I love this one. Yeah. What does that mean to be boxed in? So literally imagine yourself in a box and you're trapped. (laughs) Someone has closed the lid on the box. You're stuck. So it could mean you're physically boxed in, meaning maybe you're in a car and you're in like a traffic jam. There's been a big game. You're trying to get out of the parking Mm -hmm. lot and Mm -hmm. there's cars everywhere. You're boxed in. You can't get out of the parking lot or Mm -hmm. physically or mentally. You could be boxed in too, Michelle, right? How would that, what would that mean? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, you just feel like you're like trapped in a way. Like you feel like, I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I, I guess this is physically and mentally. I think the pandemic has made me feel pretty boxed in, Yeah, Um, you know, in in my situation. And I mean, so I'm sure in everybody's Mm -hmm. situation, people are feeling kind of boxed in right now. Yeah, Um, that's a good example. Mm -hmm. So you could say something like, oh, I start getting anxious when I feel boxed in. Yeah, that's a good example. The pandemic is probably the prime example right now that a lot of our Mm -hmm. listeners could relate to. I mean, another one would be if you're at a restaurant and let's say you're at a big table with a big group and and you're boxed in because you're against the wall. There's a a chair to your right, a chair to your left. You can't move. You can't get out to go to the bathroom (laughs) or to do anything. So you're boxed in in your seat. Okay, so good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I hate that. I hate when that happens. Or I hate actually. I hate this, I guess, too. the opposite. When you when you sit down and somehow you get like the very end seat, and then you're like away from everybody. <laughs> then you're really isolated. Yeah, right? that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, it's a like like a like you wish you were a little bit more boxed in. in that yeah, situation. most people like I usually strategically if I go to a restaurant with a group, <laughs> I sit right in the middle. Like I if I approach yeah. the table first, I'll go for the chair right in the middle of the whole table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even if people have to walk over me because I don't want to be isolated on the outside the opposite of box right and right. i feel like sometimes it's like it's like the game musical chairs like because everybody has that same idea and then like if you can then you're like oh like i got the end <laughs> yeah oh man we are such like social creatures as humans yes. aren't we it's so interesting oh yeah for sure yeah. um huh. All right. So the next one is panhandle. So you mentioned that one. So just um, like Lindsay was saying, I mean, you think of an actual pan that you would cook something in, right? And this is how these shapes, these states uh, are shaped or parts of them. Yeah, exactly. So if you've ever been to the Texas panhandle, it's where kind of Amarillo, Texas is the northern part where it literally looks like a panhandle, the part that you hold when you cook with a pan. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So for example, you could say, you know, so the panhandle maybe has a different culture in different states sometimes. 
right? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure about the Texas panhandle, but I think it ha- might have a slightly different culture than the rest of Texas. I feel like That's maybe some of our listeners, if they're not, um, if they live in Texas, they should let us know about that. Yeah. Really interesting. Awesome. Yeah. I, I would. Uh, I, yeah. I actually didn't know that. So I would be curious. It depends on the more. state, I think, for mm-hmm. sure. Or the Florida panhandle. Um, right. I think, let's see, is... Uh, where, what is the city in the Florida panhandle? Is it, um, I want to say, I'm trying to think of, is it, uh, is it uh, you know, Michelle? Uh, I mean, let me see. I'm going to look up a map. <laughs> I think it's, I'm trying to th- remember what it's called, the name of that town. I used to have a tennis coach that was from that area and I can't quite zoom in on it. The Florida panhandle. Looking, yeah. Hold on. Oh, well, it's Miami. Oh, it is Miami. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, well, I mean, I'm just that's at the tip at the southern. Oh wait. Oh, oh no, 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 no. You're panhandle. talking about the mm-hmm. not the part. Do no, you mean Tallahassee. Tallahassee. That's it. That's what it was. That's where yes, my coach we're talking was from. about the pan and the yeah. the panhandle. Yeah, Tallahassee. Okay. So, anyways, guys, look at a map. We need to work on our U.S. geography clearly. <laughs> but that's, well, that's another point. topic for another day. I feel like nobody knows where any of the states are. So yeah, but this is important, guys. So this idea yes. of the panhandle, we're just teaching you today shapes that have been turned into terms. Okay, so really good stuff. All right, Michelle, what's the next one? Hey guys, go ahead and let us know what you think about All Ears English. Review and rate the show. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we try our best to read reviewers' names on the show. So let us know what you think. And if you are not subscribed to All Ears English, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now. Thanks for listening to All Ears English, guys. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The next one is come full circle, which means to complete or to go back to what it was. Like I think of the show Seinfeld. Um, They always kind of would start in one way. And then at the end of the episode, they would somehow bring it back to why something happened. And you would say like they they would go full circle. So that is... I I like that one. It's just kind of like we're back to the start. Somehow we've completed our circle. Yeah, exactly. Or another example. So this is kind of a tricky concept to catch on to. So we got to give some examples. Another example is, you know, we adopted a puppy in in April, right? And Mm -hmm. since April, we've been going around trying to figure out what the heck his breed is, right? He's a mud. Mm -hmm. So that means he's a mix of all these different breeds. But we're trying to figure out what he is. And at the shelter, when we adopted him, they said he was pointer lab mix. And we thought, no, 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 he must be a a Indian pariah dog. He must be a greyhound. He must be a plot hound. So we had all 
all these ideas. And now finally, he's getting bigger and he's starting to look more like a pointer. So Mm. we're starting to say, oh, maybe he is a lab pointer. So we've come full circle in that discovery of trying to figure out his breed. Mm. Okay, that would be another example. That's a helpful example, Lindsay. Yeah, it is kind of a tricky concept, actually. Yeah, it's a tricky concept. We need a lot of examples. So we'll try to put a few more examples. Maybe we'll do a follow up episode, guys. If you want that, let us know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll just throw one more out. We've come full circle on our research. Now we should get ready to present, right? So like something Mm. that you've been studying and then you find out some new information that kind of brings it back to what you were What you started with. with. Yeah, sometimes it involves a little bit of irony. Like it's kind of ironic that they told us he was lab pointer and we thought, no, 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 no. He couldn't be a lab pointer. He looks like a greyhound. He looks like this. And and now we're saying, yeah, he is actually a lab pointer. It's kind of ironic. There's an irony in it sometimes when this happens, I think. Yeah, usually. Would you Definitely. agree? With yeah. Yeah, okay. I agree. I, it's not the same thing. It's not like, oh, we came full circle and now we're done with our project. It's like, yeah, it's not it's, a straight it's line. It's more than that. It's mm-hmm. more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little something. Maybe we'll do a follow up on that one just to be more. Yeah, we could really go listeners. into that. one. We could go into that. <laughs> Let's do the next one. This is one of yours, Lindsay, the Oval Office. Yeah. So I was just thinking of other ways we could think about shapes and how they're used. I imagine, I assume the Oval Office is shaped like an oval. (laughs) I assume that it is, right? So this is where the president works, the famous Oval Office in the West Wing of the White House. So famously, the West Wing, I guess, is where all the business of running the country is done. And the East Wing, I think, is where is the home of of the White House, because the president, of course, doesn't leave the White House. He lives at the White House. So that's where the First Lady is and where all the home stuff is okay yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly all right let's do let's do one more okay, okay. yeah um i like this one a square peg in a round hole <laughs> okay very well-known saying guys that native speakers use so you should know it michelle can you explain this well, it's it's often used like this, like, tr- it, oh, this is like trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. It's basically like something can't be done. Like you're trying so hard, but like it actually can't physically be done in that kind of scenario. Um, mm-hmm. So it's basically trying to do something that's impossible. So mm-hmm. for example, I'm so frustrated. I can't finish this project without more time. It's like trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Yeah, exactly. It's like when something just doesn't fit, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like you're asking someone to become something that they're not, right? Right, Um, right, right, right. Have you ever felt like, I mean, this expression has been in your life, maybe in business or? Maybe. I can't think of any situations, to be honest. But Mm -hmm. I think, for example, if you take like, kids in school uniforms school uniforms right ah. I, I think if a kid feels very they want to be counterculture they want to express themselves and then trying to wear a uniform would be kind of like fitting a square peg into a round hole right kind of something like that is what i'm what i'm thinking that sort right. of where it just doesn't work it doesn't work doesn't fit right 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 definitely yeah i think that's a good one so i mean Lindsay, this is such i mean this this episode could go on for three more episodes really Mm -hmm. like we could do a whole thing on shapes there are so many i chose a few um Mm -hmm. and you gave some as well and yeah yeah, i think these these are really good i mean what what do you think Lindsay? well i just want to encourage our listeners guys you know come back to us send an email to lindsaydollarsenglish.com and if you hear of one that involves shapes and you think wow i want to use that but i'm not quite sure exactly what it means let us know because these are super common like michelle said in our culture in american 
English, super common. And again, they lead to connection because they lead to that moment of smiling and like understanding one another. You and the native speaker or you and the English speaker in front of you will understand each other if you can use these expressions. Okay. Yes. They're very visual. I like them. I like using like uh, visual stuff to describe concepts. So yeah. um, Yeah. Great idea for an episode, Lindsay. I love it. And guys, remember, Thank you for reviewing us. Thank you for rating us. Thank you for subscribing. And if you haven't done those things, definitely do it now. Definitely do it now. All right, Michelle. Thanks for hanging out today. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.